it was just lesson after lesson after lesson having to relearn things that i learned having to completely reprogram myself right my name is jose moreno on this podcast we discuss current and future trends in the electrical industry welcome to the life of an electrical contractor but before we get started i believe it's important to share with you how i got here so take a listen who am i right well, that's, that's a big question, right? So uh, my name is Jose Moreno. I live in New Jersey and I actively run a 16-year electrical contracting firm and specializing in commercial and industrial uh, applications. Our firm cons consists of about 20 plus team members, both field and office. Um, but that's not everything I am. I'm also a, a loving husband um, to a wonderful queen of almost 17 years. Um, I'm also a father. I have two wonderful kids, a 15-year-old daughter and a 13-year-old son. And as well, I'm also a son, a brother, and a friend. Um, I originally came from Ecuador, right? So I immigrated to this country. Uh, my mom, sister, and I uh, came to this country about 34 years ago uh, in search of the American dream. Well, at least my mom was in search of the dream, right? Because I was only six years old. Originally, we lived in California. Uh, my mom did not like the earthquakes, so we quickly had to move away, right? Uh, we had family in New Jersey, so what we did is we made this cross-country trip from California to New Jersey via Greyhound. Uh, I, I still can remember this thing. Uh, I, I was like six or seven years old, and um, you know, we we stopped. Obviously, the bus has to stop to get gas, and, and uh, we'd stop to brush our teeth in the, the rest stops, toilets, you know, uh, even take showers somehow in with like sinks and stuff. Right? Um, it was definitely an uh, an experience uh an adult could have it, let alone a, a child right um, but i think all of that stuff uh really uh helped me right it helped me uh build up to who i am right it, even at a six seven year old uh person right um fast forward uh i attended a trade high school and my my original goal or dream was to follow in my father's footsteps which was uh to become an electrical engineer um as i gra as i graduated high school and i was I decided I was uh, going to college. I was all in on it, but there was just a part of me uh, that just asked why, you know, why, why do I want to be an electrical engineer? And I wasn't clear, you know, I, I really wasn't clear on it. Um, so I, either way, I figured I attend school and um, while I attended college, I could also work, right? Cause I, uh, I learned a trade, right? So I was doing uh, electrical work during the day and then going to school at night. Um, you know what? That, that didn't last too long. You know, I, I it was a very difficult uh, uh, thing for a 17-year-old to to do. Um, on top of that, I had allotted uh, some some debt, and I needed to, obviously, I needed to work to pay off this debt, right? So uh, quickly, what ended up happening was I went towards the money because I could work more and earn a little bit more money, and little by little, college just became a, uh, a backseat, right? Um, as you can see, I, I decided to uh, to choose to be an electrician, right? Um, at the time, I, I don't even think I knew what ROI was exactly, but what I did was I looked at the numbers and you know I figured if I go to if I go to college, um, what is it going to cost me, right? You know, four or five years of school, uh, what type of bills I'm going to allot around then, um, and then finally, when I do graduate, what kind of job am I going to get, and how long is it going to take for me to earn money? And, and when I say money, I mean like obviously we're talking about something substantial, right? Um, 
and it just didn't make sense. You know, uh, yes, at that, at that current time, I wasn't making a lot of money, right? I was making like $9 an hour, but there was a future. I, I saw a, a, a path, right? It was at least in my, in my eyes, it was a little bit more clear. All right. So I, I decided to go all in on, on, on working and I believe that was just simply step one because, uh, obviously a lot of things came in afterwards. Right. So see, I had, I had aspirations and some of the aspirations I had was, uh, to, to own a business. I didn't, I didn't know why. Um, but I, I wanted to own a business again. This is a 17, 18 year old thinking about this, right? Um, I did know that I, I liked speaking to people and I enjoyed selling, right? Um, I just, I had forgotten where I had gotten that, uh, that fire or that, that, or that feeling that I enjoyed, right? Connecting and selling. Right. So then as I'm, as I'm remembering this, and as I was putting this together, I, I actually remembered that I was that kid during school fundraisers that would, um, just blow out chocolate sales, man. I'd go around, you know, ringing people's bells and, and just telling them, Hey, listen, buy this chocolate or buy this Christmas, uh, uh ornaments. And, you know, I used to get the, I, I wasn't always winning the biggest prize, but I was getting prizes. You know, I was that kid getting, a. Definitely, uh, uh, getting, um, uh, prizes based on my selling, right. Um, during snowstorms, I'd create a plan, right. To, to, uh, for, for us as friends to come together and go around and, and just, uh, you know, shovel people's, uh, yard and, you know, and, 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 and then that's where it kind of clicked for me because, uh, when we made those, they're obviously during these blizzards we had, we, we made so much money that, and I thought, Hey, why don't we scale this? Right. Let's go buy a snowblower. Let's put our money together and buy a snowblower. But you know what? Not everybody had that idea, right? And 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 again, I was I was a I was just a thirteen year old kid, right? I didn't realize that um how important this stuff was. You know, another another thing I did, I think it was in seventh grade. Uh, uh, my mom had a uh, a shirt business that didn't go so well, and well, guess what I did? I figured uh, I figured a way to make some shirts, and I started selling them at, at school. You know, I was I don't even know what I was selling them ten bucks or so. But again, this is the idea I had and, and, and I had forgotten that in my adolescent years. But then when I was about 17, 18 years old, I, I realized that, you know, I really enjoyed this. I actually enjoyed selling. I enjoyed connecting to people. So, uh, again, back to my, my journey as an electrician, right? So around age 17 is when I really started to go all in on this and I jumped around companies, you know, uh, part of it was cause obviously I was a 17 year old kid and, and I was, a uh, entering a man's world, right? Entering a man's world where it, it's, it's, it's tough and you need to, you need to level up very quickly. Um, but you know what I did was, uh, I, I had an idea of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to do was grow right now. Grow is a, is a very, uh, interesting word, right? So, I just kept moving around, kept moving around. And, 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 and more importantly, I hustled, right? I just kept hustling and, and just kept creating more opportunities for me. But the, by the age of 20, um, I was at this company that I was actually, uh, I, to me, I was blessed, right? The guy gave me a, uh, a title, right? A title of a supervisor, right? I was pumped. You know, I, I was ready to roll, you know, um, we worked in commercial applications, right? And, I, I all of a sudden became, you know, a 20 year old became in charge of like about 10 to 12, uh, 40 year olds, basically, you know, now that I'm thinking about it is like, I was in at 20 years old. I was in charge of somebody like me, um, times 10 or 12, you know? Um, but, but you know what, what my boss at the time saw was that I knew how to, I knew how to read plans. Right. And obviously I was hungry. Right. So the hunger is what allowed me to, to, uh, 
to want to learn more. And, and what I did is I learned how to, I went to school, right? I learned how to read plans. I learned how to lay work out. I learned how to order material. And more importantly, I learned how to, how to communicate, but not just to the, to the, the workers that I had to the actual client, right? Um, cause who knew how many meetings you'd be on as an electrician, you you'd think an electrician, let me just go work. But let me tell you, man, meetings after meetings, after meetings, after meetings. And, and it's important to, to not only take down the information that's going on, but also to be able to communicate also to, for you to be able to give the information out. Right. So again, all these things we're, we're, we're learning, we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, part of a process that I, I was able to, to experience at the time. Right. Um, Fast forward, you know, I, I worked on, on many commercial industrial applications around that time. And, and you know what? I, I was hooked. Not, not only was I hooked because of the type of work I did, but I was hooked on, on that, on that power, I guess that, you know, it, it basically is what it is. It was that power of being able to create something, right? Um, I was part of something that was so much bigger than me, you know, fast forward a couple more years, you know, I actually, I burned out, you know, and you're going to say, how, how does a. How does someone young burn out, right? I was 23 years old and I burned out. Um, I burned out because of lots of hours. You know, I, I was working nonstop. At, I was working like crazy at work. And then on top of that, I was doing what's called side work. You know, um, if you're obviously a, uh, an electrician out there or in, in construction work or in any type of industry you do, you probably at this time, you, you do some side work, right? You do some moonlighting. And, and I, was, I was doing a ton of it. I pretty much was running a business without even knowing I was running a business. Um, but it caught up to me, you know, I, I obviously did not know how to handle all these, my, my work and then my off work. I did not know how to handle all these things. And, um, I burned out, you know, and then on top of that, at the, the, the place I was at, I, I started to see, uh, no, I, I didn't see an opportunity to grow anymore. I felt like I had grown, uh, as much as I could have in, in that company. Right. No, no, uh. No shame to the company. I just felt like it was, that's it. I, I really did not have a, another opportunity to keep going up. Right. And so I decided to move on. And at that time, due to the, that feeling of burned out or a little bit confused, so to say, I decided to go work for a residential contractor and it, it, it was a little, it was a little strange. Um, I actually thought I had made a mistake. Uh, the only part about it that was, uh, was good, so to say, was I was making really good money. And um, amazingly enough, I didn't realize how important that decision to go to that contractor was ultimately going to be. Um, even even though I thought it was something I made, even though I thought I had made a mistake, it was ultimately uh, a blessing, right? Um, again, that's a little later on, right? So that same company in 2005, it, it laid me off, you know? Um, Obviously, if, if you've been in construction or if you've been around the last 20 years, you kind of know where I'm heading with this 2005 thing. Um, but yeah, 2005, uh, I got laid off, you know, um, and I was at a major crossroad once again, right? Um, see, I, I no longer was thinking about opening a business. I was extremely comfortable at that company. Like I said, I was making a lot of money, you know? Um, and I didn't even have to do side work anymore. That's how much money I was making and really... Again, the, the, the key word I want to say is I was comfortable, right? Um, but then there I was, you know, I had this challenge in front of me. I had this, uh, I had this, this crossroad once again in front of me. And, you know, when I received that call that my hours were getting cut, I was, uh, I was, I was shocked. I didn't even know how to respond to it. 
Um, I almost froze pretty much. I, you know what? I froze. Put it like that. I actually froze. You know, at that time, I actually made a choice, right? I, I made a choice because I, I decided that that was it. You know what? I knew what I wanted to do, and I was not doing it, right? So I decided to go after my electrical license. See, in New Jersey, like many, um, many other states, a license and a business permit is required to actually run an electrical contracting business, right? To be able to do work for, for uh, customers of sorts out there, right? So, so I did, you know what? I made the decision. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go all in and be, and get my electrical license so I can open up an electrical business. Right. All right. So I, I started studying, man. I started studying. I joined a class. I, I did test preparation classes and you know, I, I still remember the long, the long nights of studying and, and working on these things and, and, and really not knowing what tomorrow brought. Right. Cause I was actually, um, uh, like I said, I, I didn't have work. I was doing some side work just to bring some money in um, and studying, studying my studying my tail off, right? And, you know, a couple of months went by and uh, and then my test came, you know, and I, I can still remember as clear as day that that test day, you know, um, I left my house, it was dark. And when I got back to my house, it was dark. Uh, or I should say when I entered the test site, it was dark. And when I left the test site, it was dark. See, the test is a 10-hour test, and you can't even leave the area. You can just go out to use the bathroom and only during specific breaks, right? So, again, this is a long 10-hour day, right? Uh, but, I, but I, you know what? That's what I prepared for, right? That's what I was staying up all those nights. That's what I was doing all this studying for. That's what I've been preparing for, right? Um, again, a couple months went by, and, and literally a couple weeks before my daughter was born, um, I actually received uh, the notification that I actually had passed. And I, and I can remember because uh, when we were doing the classes, right, uh, the teacher actually said, you'll know you pass because uh, the state doesn't, the, the state, if you pass, the state's going to send you this, 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 this big, this big uh, letter that's going to have all the applications and everything that you're going to need to know, right? And obviously, if you didn't pass, you're going to get this little letter, right? So when I saw this thing that came from the state, and I, it, it was a, obviously a big one, I, I realized, I was like, oh, yeah. I got this thing before I even opened. I knew I passed this thing. Right. So again, you know, I opened this thing up, boom, I passed. And I, I you know what? I thought I was going to start the next day. I thought I'd be an electrical contractor tomorrow. That's it. I got it. What's, what's going on? Um, well, it turns out that was just the beginning, like everything else, right? Like everything else in life is just the beginning, right? See, no one tells you all the fun stuff that comes um, right after that. Right. Uh, so I don't know if you know the word accountant, lawyer, or starting a company and insurance. See, I had to learn all those things very quickly. Um, I had, I, I had an accountant. I mean, normally my accountant was just someone I saw for, for my taxes. Here you go. You know, and I used to get like a refund of some sorts, you know, now it was an accountant. What, 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 Oh, how do you want to set this company up? Oh, okay. All right. I'm learning all these things. Lawyer. What do I need a lawyer for? You know, my lawyer was only for like when I used to like speed and get a ticket, you know, um, in creating a company. I mean, really, I, I had, to be honest, I had the, I had no idea what it took. And then the, the one crazy, crazy turn is insurance. I mean, who would know how much money you had to pay in insurance or even what type of insurances you actually have to have. Right. But again, 
everything comes in levels. So don't, you know, so again, but again, if that day was just a ton of things on me, right. Or at least those, I want to say that week, maybe not that one day. Right. Um, and, and I don't know if you've noticed, but I haven't even said one thing about customers. See customers, that's what I enjoyed, right? That's what I actually wanted to do. Right. I wanted to find customers, right. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, uh, to be able to connect, right. And build, right. I still haven't done any of that. Um, so I'm here spending money and where am I, where am I going to create revenue from? If I'm everything I'm doing is actually spending, right? I'm accountant, lawyer, creating company insurance. Right. And you know, as I, as I started, uh, as I started on this thing, I, I, I really was very humbled, right? Because as I began to get, uh, my first client sort of say, right. Um, I really cherished this person. You know, I took care of this person cause I knew how hard it was for me to have gotten to this point. Right. And, and I'll be honest, I, I did not start in commercial and, and industrial work. It just, the work wasn't there for me. The opportunity, at least the way I looked at it just wasn't there. See, I thought I had contacts and I thought I had the experience, right? And I was ready to run, right? Once I already set up my company, right? But, um, you know, I had a reality check. Uh, the previous companies I worked with had the contacts and the experience. And I, all I did was execute the plan for them. See, now I was forced or perhaps I was ready to create my own plan to execute. But see, this is where actually, uh, my, me working for a residential contractor actually helped because at the beginning, like I just mentioned, I, I wasn't able to get, uh, any of commercial or industrial clients. Right. And I ended up having to lean on all the experience I had gotten working with that residential, uh, contractor, right. Which at the beginning I thought I had made a mistake. Right. Um, but see th this, this, uh, this experience or, or, or that, that opportunity to have done some of that work is what helped me. Right. Again, like I mentioned, you know, I, I started to uh, reach out to people I knew. Um, I actually found some, some sites back then, you know, uh, I don't know if you know, a company called service magic, uh, it's now called Home Advisor. Well, I was on this thing, you know, because when I started, I uh, see I, I didn't have an office, and I know I didn't have a phone like this, but I had a phone, and I quickly knew that me having an office phone or an office was not really going to help me because where was I? I was always on the field. So if a customer wanted to reach me, what is the point of them calling my office if I'm never going to pick up? Or by the time I call them back, I'm, 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 you know it's the job is done or it's the day after. Right. So at the time I, I realized that by me having this cell phone and by me carrying this cell phone and me being literally within a call from a customer, a potential customer, it gave me the upper hand. And, and that's what I did, you know, and I quickly began to grow within this, uh, within this, uh, residential, uh, uh, area, right. Of the industry. Right. I, I think, Within about uh, two years or so, a year and a half or so, I was about a, we, we got to about eight electricians and we were, we were rolling, you know, we were rolling. Now, what I want to be truthful about is that it, it truly was a hamster wheel. You know, I, I did not have a, I did not use that leadership. I did not live that leadership. I don't even think I understood what that leadership was at the time. Right. Um, I basically was the guy who, who would, uh, go get lunch for people, uh, order material, um, just do things like that. Right. And random. And I thought I was doing good because you know what? I was getting money in and I was sending money out. Guys were happy getting paid. I had a little bit of money coming in. 
so I thought, right? Um, but it something inside of me was still not not it just wasn't there, you know. Um, again, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. It just just part of me was just not there. Now you know where I'm getting at again. Then came 2008, 2009, and 2010. You know who who knew that who knew this was coming, right? Um, I know many people can say, yeah, we knew this crash was coming and all that other stuff, right? But I'll tell you something. I I had no idea. I had even when that whole thing was happening, I didn't even realize what was happening because I figured, what does Wall Street have to do with construction? And I'm working for I'm working for people that uh, honestly had a lot of money, you know, doing things in their houses, doing wonder, you know, amazing kitchens and all this other stuff. And what does Wall Street have to do with me, right? Again, that's another uh, another item that that I had to learn, and I had to learn through experience, right? See, ev- everything's connected. In one way or the other, it's connected. Maybe it's not, uh, you know, directed A B, but it, it it's somehow it's somehow connected. So again, this 2010 was a major major crossroad for me. See, not not only did I hit a financial challenge. But our, our nation as a whole was in a financial challenge. And I actually began to question, is having a business actually even worth it? Am I even doing the right job? Am I, do I even know what I'm doing? What exactly am I selling to this client? What am I bringing to the table? And I, and I remember I actually uh, signed up to a, uh, to a um, like a, I don't want to say coaching, but it's like an, uh, something the, the small, the SBA offers. It's like some, some training. And I went and I had meetings with these guys. It was older people that had business experience. And, and you know what they told me? Maybe it's not a good idea to be in business. And you know what? When that guy told me that, and, and again, I actually thanked him. I actually thank him every day that, I, every day that this question comes up, I actually thank him. Because when he told me, he was like, maybe you're just not cut out for this. I took that as like, no way, man. I, I, I'm totally made for this. I'm just not, not using the correct strategy or not seeing the path that I'm that I'm, I'm looking to head towards. Right? It's almost like I'm arguing with myself. Right? I'm, I'm instead of me taking a step forward, I'm actually taking two steps back. Right? Or you could say I'm taking a step forward and then the next one I slide all the way back. Right? So again, I clearly remember having that meeting with that guy and that guy telling me, "Well, perhaps this is not for you." And me getting in my truck, driving to the job site saying, screw that. I, this is totally for me. And perhaps the, the current strategy is not working, but I'm going to reinvent myself. So again, 2010 was here, uh, major financial challenges, you know, uh, bills had to get paid. Obviously I have a family, uh, I have a wife. I have things to, to also to take care of at home. And you know what I did? I went that day and I created a plan. I created a plan and a list of steps to get out of that hole that I fell into. See, I I fell into that hole. I I can easily say someone pushed me into that hole or the economy, whatever. No, I I fell into that hole. I didn't see, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see the steps ahead. Why? Because I was stuck in this hamster wheel, right? See that day I made a promise to myself. I made a promise to myself that I was going to go after what I actually wanted, right? So that day, that day I knew it was time. It was time to reinvent. It was not only to reinvent myself, but to reinvent this business, right? See, I knew what this, I knew what I wanted this business to be. I knew what I wanted to offer. I knew what I could bring to the table. I knew that 
I knew that I wanted to serve that commercial and industrial client out there. I know that sounds very vague, but you know who you are out there, right? So again, I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you that it was easy, you know, uh, doing this reinvention and, and going after this type of client, right? It, it, was, it, was a, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do. It was just lesson after lesson after lesson, having to relearn things that I learned, ha having to completely reprogram myself, right? I went from being a residential contractor, sort of say, to, to now working for, I w basically working from a homeowner to a corporate world, right? I had to now remember how I used to talk to people, right? I had to now uh, also remember how to communicate in a different manner, right? And, and then that's when it clicked. See, I thought they were different. Their reality, they're the same. You know, it's just that one is your house and the other one is your, your job, right? But think about it. If, if you're bringing me into your, to your job, right? You're bringing me into your factory. You're bringing me into your, your, your uh, whatever it is, your office. You would, you would want me to, you know, cherish that the same way that, like, if you were bringing me into your home, right? So that's when I, 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 I began to use the skills that we learned in residential contracting, right? Like, like being clean. I know it sounds so like clean, but being clean, you know how often I saw jobs of people just, just fingerprints on the walls. See, if we were working in a, at the time, a million, $2 million, $5 million house, you know what a fingerprint on the wall would cost? See, I'd have to pay for a painter to come back and paint that whole wall. So think about it. Now we're in an office and we can, and I, and I see fingerprints from someone else that not, not us, but I see fingerprints from someone else. Now I realize like, look, I can, I, I can make that go away. See, our company doesn't do that. Doesn't, we, we don't bring that. It's not how we, it's not how we deliver jobs. So I began to, to merge the two. I began to merge what I learned in the residential business, right? That part of, of, a of working, directly hand in hand with the with the homeowner or with the designer so to say right and began to bring that to the table in the commercial industrial world right so by 2015 um we had grown to about a team of 10 right and let me tell you all these all these lessons were being used they were they were being implemented um i was slowly removing myself from the field because i saw that me being in the field also didn't allow me to get new work or me to even even keep up with the workload that we had, right? Because as you know, the the work is just one part of it, right? Uh, you know, e either you get the work first and then you have to do what? To get all the paperwork ready, right? Uh, submit everything, all these submittals, uh, get everything approved. And then, you know, it's almost like, and an, an I, make, I, I, make, I make a joke with the guys where it's like, you know, doing the job is actually the easiest part of the, of the whole project. You know, you know, close, you know, finding the customer, uh, selling the customer, uh, getting all the paperwork in order before we even start. Like I, 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 you know, I feel like that's where the challenges I was facing at the time. So I decided to, to, to take care of that. I decided to go into, uh, into that because what was the point of us having an awesome product out there? If our, you know, uh, back of house or, or office, uh, setup was, was a mess, right? It's just a mess, right? Um, just this or just completely disorganized, right? Not, not, not being able to find where that correct paper is at sort of say, right? So that's where I decided to, to take a step back from, from the field and start to focus on, on, 
on the office, right? Once again, you know, I, I was an electrician. You know, what, what, I, what, I, what I loved doing, what I, what I enjoyed doing was being out there, you know, running wires, telling the guys to do this, uh, showing them how to do that, you know, uh, selling a new, uh, you know, selling something to the customer or seeing a new job. And now I was pretty much forced to go into the office and, and have to handle these things that I really had no idea how to do as well. I mean, I, I know a paper here and a paper there, but it's, it's all things I once again had to learn, right? I, I, you know, I, again, I, I started uh, getting people to do this stuff because that was the next thing I realized that I can't do everything, right? So by, by 2015 or like, you know, obviously a little later on in the year, we began to hire people for the office, you know? And now we began to, now I could focus on what I really wanted, right? The focus was on, on serving and delivering to a very specific client. See, I had, by that time, I had already found what we were good at, right? I knew what, what I already knew. I had pretty much determined uh, or at least defined what I was good at. But not only was I good at that, my team members were good at it, right? I was training them and they were learning and they also were falling in love with this, right? Uh, with this process, right? So now what we did was we, we pretty much, we were very clear with the exact client we were looking for. Now, our, our goal was just getting our office to be able to keep getting get in track with all these things, right? So as we did that, right, um, our teams began to grow, both in the field and the office, right? Now, now we're, we're doing it, you know? Now, now we're actually, we're, we're, we're rocking and rolling, right? And, and, and this actually created clarity, right? And, and when I say clarity, I'm basically speaking about myself, but um, it then created clarity for the customer because the customer now knew who to speak to on the field, who to speak to in the office. There wasn't like a one-man show, you know? It, it was, it was, there was parts to this, right? And everybody pulled their own weight, you know? Now we were no longer just looking to achieve things, right? We actually knew how to achieve it. See, what, what some of the stuff I actually have left out in this story is, um, is all the self-struggles, right? Because uh, by this time, it's, uh, you know, now it's, see, see what I left out is, is the self-struggles. See, some of the stuff I, I left out is, is the self-struggles that I did go through on this journey. See, no one tells you about all the nights that you need to stay up late doing numbers, right? Um, no one tells you, there's no, how could I say, there's no book to explain to you on how to collect money. See, some of the things I left out in this story is, um, is all the self-struggles I went through. See, there was many nights where, where there were just, I couldn't sleep, right? I didn't know where perhaps the next sale was going to come from. I didn't know perhaps whether the client was actually going to pay me. Um, but I kept going, you know, I, I kept going and, and, and most important, I kept working at myself, right? Because I realized that the one common thing in every part of this story has been me. See, every part that I've shared with you so far, guess, guess, what the, guess who's been in every single part of that? Me. So I realized that I had to work. I had to use all those, all those experiences as, 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 learning, as a, a learning lessons, right? And not just for business, right? It also, it's also a huge part of your personal life. Think about it. 
if you're not getting paid and you're having you have payroll to run in xyz and you owe customers and this or you owe you owe jobs to customers and you owe uh money to vendors you know how do you differentiate that when you come home and see your wife and kids how, how do you know it's over how do you know the work day is over how do you not just continue at home so this this was this were this was the uh the some of the major struggles i went through right i don't i don't necessarily want to say separating work and home but to an extent drawing a line where work is work and home is home right see the the days that were crushing and demoralizing to me i remembered i remembered one key thing and and that was my mom see my mom left everything and brought us to these to this country you know and obviously i didn't understand why she brought me to this country when i was six i just knew i was leaving where i was at and i was coming to this country and i really didn't even know what this country was about but you know in the days that i was crushed in the days that i felt like i couldn't go anymore i remembered her you know i, I remember why why she did it and it was it was basically for me to have that opportunity right yes i was crushed and demoralized but i was crushed and demoralized <laughs> pretty much creating my dream right i was creating a business i was building something so those those memories are the ones that that help me keep going you know and the other things is you know my, my gosh my wife you know seeing seeing my wife um you know thinking how, how can I, I can't let her down right i can't let her down and, and seeing my kids you know one of the biggest things i i, I did I grew, I grew up in a you know what they call a broken home i guess it was just my mom and and, and me and my sister right um you know, my, one of the biggest things I, I I made up, one of the biggest promises I made to myself was that we would always eat as a family on the dinner table. See, we, di we didn't eat together. You know, my mom would work late. And then, you know, uh, if she cooked, she cooked in the morning. By the time we got home from school, I didn't, my, I didn't in the living room. My sister, we did in some other room. We never ate together. It was, we, you know, there just wasn't there, right? Um, it's not because we were a bad family. It's just, just we, that just wasn't there. So one of the things, one of my promises to myself was to always come together as a family and have dinner even if we were pissed off at each other right and and i remember being being on that at that table and while i was going through these self struggles seeing my kids eat seeing my wife having food for us right Pre have prepared the food the meal and i knew why i had to keep going i knew the reason you know it was clear i had to continue see then I began to encounter the challenges of the customers, right? And as I began to see the, the challenges of the customers, has, I, I realized that these, these same challenges that the customers had was the same challenges I was having in my business or at home, right? It was just more in, in, you know, related to their, to their uh, facility or their office or, or wherever they, they, the job may have been, right? Um, as that became clear, you know, my why became clear see I, I then began to understand why i did what i did and why we do what we do and now you know fast forward you know 2021 obviously there's there's a ton of challenges i don't even want to get into the challenges from last year right or the challenges that are here but the one thing i want you to remember is that there will always be challenges the challenges are still there they're just at another level right i'm, I'm, I'm just at another level right um just now, the one thing that's clear is that I know why I'm doing it, 
right? I know the reason I'm doing it. And I'm choosing to do it. I'm choosing to continue. See, now it's no longer about me. You know, it's about serving my family. It's about serving my team, my customers, my community, and you. Yes, you who are listening, who is asking yourself, why am I still listening? I thank you, and I look forward to delivering powerful messages and powerful and valuable insights to you. Ultimately, what my goal of this is to have provided value and a level of certainty which you can utilize in your current step. If you found any value on this podcast, subscribe, comment below, share it with anybody who needs to hear this and see you on the next one.